You're listening to WLXU 93.9 FM. This is What's Next Kentucky radio show. You are listening to your host, Mario Maitland, and I'm joined by my co-host, Malik Winfrey. Malik, we're here for yet another episode. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen our last episode, make sure you uh, go check that out. It is on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, uh, We talked about a lot of things during our last episode. Um, But like I said, we're back again. Talk a a little bit more about what's going on in the world. So, Malik, how are you doing today, man? How how is everything? Doing good, man. Doing good. It's good to be back, man. It's good to be back. Um, Talk to our audience. um, Reflect on what's going on in the world. Uh, How was your weekend, man? You did anything fun or anything Uh, like that? Nah, not not much. But I know uh, there's been a lot going on in the city of Lexington. I didn't do too much. But I know uh, we got a couple things we talked about that happened here in the city. Kind of it was exciting, you know, to see some things going on in our city. For sure. I know you're getting ready for graduation. Shout out to all my grads. That's going to be walking um at the university class of Kentucky. 23 yes sir yes sir shout out the class of 2023 um not just uk high school high school kids middle school kids elementaries y'all y'all doing y'all thing for sure um but yeah you said it man a lot a lot's going on in lexington kentucky uh i think lil wayne was just just in the city of lexington kentucky uh visiting for his you know uh concert that was at rup um, do you get a chance to go check that out, Malik? I ain't get a chance, man. I wish. I wish I had the chance, man. I wish I had the chance. <laughs> We're too busy to, I guess, to, to check that out. But yeah, he was in Lexington, Kentucky. You know, I seen on social media, he stopped by, you know, uh, the Kentucky men's basketball facility, talked a little bit to Coach Cal Parry. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, it's always fun to see a guy like him um, in our city. I mean, yeah, for sure. We don't get to see that a lot, you know. No, we don't. Uh, you know, Lexington kind of built a little reputation for, you know, a lot of artists canceling, things like that. So, you know, <laughs> it's actually good to see someone actually come. For sure. Yeah, I, was, I think I was thinking about it this weekend because I'm, 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 I'm pretty, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Lil Wayne. You know, he's one of my favorite artists growing up. We, you know, listen, my, me and my brothers, we always would listen to him. So, you know, just me thinking about, you know, him in the, the same city as me this weekend was pretty cool, man. It was definitely cool. Um, let's get into the, the thick of things. Since, since we already, you know, been talking about Coach Cal Perry and uh, Lil Wayne visiting Kentucky basketball, let's go into the basketball side of things. Um, everybody's talking about it. NBA playoffs is off to a great start. Um, much better than last year. Do you agree? <laughs> uh, man, uh, I, without a doubt, honestly. You Not know, for just, sure. Just everything about it, you know, just just the unpredictability, you know, nothing's going as planned. You know, I like to see that. I was going to say, like, there's so many big moments that has happened uh, in this NBA playoff so far. I mean, Steph Curry, I think it was two nights ago, dropped a 50-piece on the Kings, sent them home. You got Jimmy Butler in the Heat upsetting the Milwaukee Bucks. That was a, a big thing that a lot of people didn't expect. Uh, goes to show that. Uh, Mr. Jimmy Butler, uh, that bubble, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Jordan, Jimmy Jordan, Jimmy <laughs> Buckets, Mr. Jimmy Butler from the bubble Playoff is Jimmy. a real thing. Yeah, that's a real. He's a real. He's a real uh, dynamic player, a dynamic guy who wants to go get it. Uh, I mean, James Harden just dropped fifty forty five. I'm sorry on game one against Boston Celtics last night. Shout out to James Harden who you know proved once again that he still can do that <laughs> you got and uh twitter say he's shouting out little baby <laughs> yeah yeah of course, of course yeah james harden he's known you know got some um tight connects with little baby uh lebron james and the lakers took care of the grizzlies the the team that you know wants all the smoke <laughs> obviously it didn't end out well for those guys but uh yeah he took care of that um, the, uh we're safe in the west soundbite <laughs> 
Job ja Morant is hurting right now. He got to be. He got to be hurting right now. But I want to talk a little bit about what everybody's actually talking about is this LeBron James, Steph Curry matchup that's going to be happening tonight. Um, uh, what's the outlook for the series? What do you think? How, how do you think things are going to plan out um, for both Golden State and, and the Los Angeles Lakers? Uh, you go and then I'll give you my take, Malik. I mean, I'm maybe because, you know, just me rooting for, you know, the Lakers and stuff. Maybe I'm about to be biased, but you know, I'm just I'm we don't we don't we don't accept any bias yeah. on on this show. Ah. We don't ta- we don't take that. No, I don't, that. I don't root against LeBron, man. So I'm gonna go. I just feel like a six game series. If Anthony Davis do what he got to do, LeBron he's LeBron. I don't have to tell him what to do. Uh, but no, it's really something like it's really interesting. I feel like this is something. Uh, as a Lakers fan, I wanted you know I wanted them to play the Warriors. You know, people feel like you know they want to see them against the Kings. Didn't want to see that. Feel like Kings run a lot. Like you know, too fast tempo basketball. So you thought it would have been a better matchup against the, the Warriors? State. Wow. I honestly, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I, I, I think going up against a guy like I think just the game. Warriors, they're so loaded, man. I, I'll take an inexperienced Kings. No, see, they're they're young, and like they said, the the playoff show is tonight. You know, today's May second. They'll play again the fourth. They'll play again the sixth. It's every other day. Yeah. And you know, the older guy like LeBron, and you know, injury prone as Anthony Davis is, the last thing they need is a bunch of guys who are trying to run the basketball court up and down, who every other day. You know, so, you know, we, at least with the Warriors, you know, you get, you know, uh, you know, even though today basketball is kind of pretty fast, you get a slower tempoed game, you know, you get, you know, they can play within a game. The Kings like to put up, like we saw, they like to play games with 130 on the scoreboard, you know, 125, 130, and the Lakers are not and have shown they're not a team that can put up 130, nah, 140 like on the scoreboard. Play in the half like, court. Yeah, so playing with a team like that who's going to try to just put up as many points as possible is is very scary for the Lakers. Like, yeah. no, you know, you, that, so. I see where you're going with that. Uh, I just – I don't want to see – uh, you know, Lakers go home. I'm a Lakers fan as, as well. I, I don't even know if I want to call it the Lakers fan. I, I have players on the Lakers squad that I really like. You know, D'Angelo Russell, one of my favorite players. LeBron James, of course. Everybody likes LeBron um, and what he's been doing on and off the court. But I, I just I want to see a, a really good series. I don't know if we're going to be able – if the Lakers are going to be able to, to take care of the, the Warriors. I mean, they're just so deep. They're deep. You got a guy like Steph Curry. You don't know what to expect from him. You know you're gonna get something crazy. Though. I think they're gonna show you something. I think I think Lakers gonna show you something okay. right here. Okay. I okay. think this series you're gonna. I'll make this promise. I think we will get a good series. I'll promise that. Who has to play well for for the Lakers to to bring it home? Obviously, LeBron. Uh, yes, but is it Anthony Davis that that has to be the guy? Because obviously we saw we all saw how. Um, What's his name? Kevin Looney was guarding Sabonis. That I don't think that will work against Anthony Davis. <laughs> so I, I, I'm asking you, like, who do you think is the X factor for for the Lakers? Who do you think has to play well? Is it D'Lo? Is it is it Anthony Davis? Is I mean, it AR it's, Anthony. It's Reeves? easy to give an answer and say Anthony Davis, you know, because he has his moments where he seems inconsistent at times. You know, we we we've seen that. You know, like we said, there's no reason he shouldn't wake up 25 and 10, but. Um, when he doesn't, I, I guess just because of that, it's, it's all the other guys. Uh, I think we uh, they said it, you know, just during those six games, 
you know, with the Grizzlies, each game the Lakers had the leading score was a different guy every game. Yeah, you know? that's impressive. So that's impressive. You know, just with that, it's it's really the other guys. You know, the other guys kind of make up the filled in pieces for who doesn't show up, and it really shows the depth. So I'm really I'm gonna go with depth. You know, the bench. I'm gonna go with the bench guys on this one. It's all about the bench points. We know what the starters can do. So it's about what you know. What I'm saying. The other I guess, guys, okay. you know, Malik Beasley and those type of guys. Man, you know, he's he's been quiet. He's uh, been Rui, very quiet. Rui's, Rui's been yeah, killing it. You know, these guys are you know in and out. You know, some sometimes DMPs. I think Malik Beasley had like DMPs yeah. on them games. So you know, it's crazy because he started when they first you know got the acquisition from uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. He he actually was in the starting lineup, but now he's not playing. So. You know that's that's a big surprise to me, but like you said, um, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a lot of weight on the other guys and what they can do. Um, they have performed in the past, so like that that's a good sign for the Los Angeles Lakers. But um, but I want to ask you a little bit about like the favorite your what's your favorite playoff moment? There's so many playoff moments that has happened. Like all I said, time? no, this no, this year. is just this season. this season. I mean, this season has been crazy. Like you know, like I said, Steph Curry dropped fifty. Harden just put on a show and took that game one against Boston. What's what's been your favorite moment? I I want to give you mine first. I think I think uh, Lakers LeBron clinching a, a spot in the next round and and then um. Not responding to Mr. Brooks, that that was just like goat mentality. Like you can't that that's the biggest moment. You can't uh, a guy calls you out, he doesn't. LeBron doesn't respond, and he just lets his game do the talking. What's your favorite playoff? Uh, moment? I think it's the uh, I'm gonna go with the was it Jim Jim Butler at the 56 point game? Oh was yeah, it the 56. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with that because I I watched that game. And, you know I. I just remember just sitting there on the couch, and I'm like, he he gonna shoot it, and <laughs> like you know, it just seemed like he couldn't miss. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what is this guy? I'm like, I'm like, Jimmy oh, buckets, baby, Jimmy he, buckets, he playing out of his mind. You know, I'm just looking at him like, oh my goodness. How far do you think they can? He can take. Do you think they can beat the New York Knicks? The Knicks is a really good team. I'm a fan of Jalen Brunson. I know you are too as well. But what's what's your thinking of that? What do you uh, think they can take the doubt. Knicks? That's without a doubt. doubt. Uh, no doubt. My thing is, uh, my thing is, I'm kind of, kind of. If I was the East, I'd be, you know, a little weary, you okay? Because okay. it's more like, you know, the the sky is the limit for them now. Yeah. You know, once they knocked out the Bucks, it's like, you know, this, you don't know what can happen. Right? It's like, you know, it's, it remind me of the bubble. He want these guys uh, will go on the run. We done seen it. You know, it's yeah. not necessarily the talent there. It's just these guys are just their team is just so built different. It's just hungry. Yeah. yeah. Like and so you know. We'll see. We'll see exactly what happens. I think. Yeah, you're right. Um, you don't know what they can do. Well, I think this playoffs is a. Uh, uh, it's a testament to saying that you know the NBA bubble was actually the real thing because you look at LeBron James, you look at Jimmy Butler. They're still having that dominance in today's playoffs. Um, compared to the dominance that dominance that they had in the NBA bubble, so the bubble was a real thing, ladies and gentlemen. Don't don't be sleep on the bubble. Uh, respect the NBA bubble; it was a real thing. Uh, let's move on. Uh, we're gonna stick stick to sports. Um, last week, NFL draft was out. Um, was a record set for quarterbacks being drafted um, for the first time. The 2023 draft was a special draft. Um, you got Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, um, Anthony Richardson. Uh, our very own Will Levis. Um, what's your thoughts on on the the NFL draft? Uh, I know Will Levis kind of slipped everyone 
<laughs> we're surprised by that. But uh, what's your thoughts about you know Will Levis finding a home in Tennessee in Tennessee for for the Tennessee Titans? Uh, I don't like it per se, you know, uh, and that's not against nothing against uh, Will Levis and his game, you know. Uh, it's more like you know I was just thinking about how last season just uh they were able to draft a quarterback uh, Malik Willis. Yep. You know, uh, maybe I'm being biased because we got the same name, but. Maybe you are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, <laughs> I kind of wanted to see, you know, him play out there, but knowing that, you know, Will Levis is just automatically going, he's going to get the opportunity to, you know, go out to that top spot. Yeah. And I'm just like, ah. <laughs> like, are you surprised that he slipped so far into the draft? Not I mean, at the all. Guy, the guy went home. Not at all. He went home. Not at all. I think, I think a lot of it has to do with. Uh, a lot of people, you know, in social media, we expect, you know, mock drafts come out. I, I remember even seeing on Twitter that he had the possibility of being a number one pick, which is which is kind of crazy. But, you know, it was a possibility. People said that was a possibility in the mock draft. But I think it, it has a lot to do with what it may look like, you know. Will Levis, you know, he's that. He, he looks like a superstar. The guys play. He's an SEC quarterback. I think it was more of the outside wanting it to happen compared to what it – what prospect he actually was, if that makes sense. Do you agree, I guess? Uh, honestly, I'm going to go ahead and agree. I, I, I totally agree. Uh, you know, as they say, you know, you watch the quote film. You know, I'm not the film guy for, you know, the Tennessee Titans. But yeah. I guess just like these many other teams, you know, just the Titans passed him up in the first round, you know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you just look at his game and you're like, you know, you can see some of the talent. But, you know, you see this guy has so much to learn. Uh Anthony Richardson, uh, you know, these two guys, they were saying interchangeable, but, you know, why not take the chance on the guy with the raw athleticism and talent? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you, you know, both of them will have a big learning curve, but, yeah. you know, it was like, you know, why not take the chance on the guy who has this Cam Newton build? Yeah, talk about taking the chances of, of, of on a prospect. I know the Indiana Colts owner, Jim Arce, you know, he revealed that if the quarterback – uh, Anthony Richardson, like you were talking, if he came, you know, uh, was selected the year before or something like that, they would have chose Will Levis instead. That goes to like, you know, that goes to say that, you know, the competition itself in, in the quarterback side of things was so elite for Will Levis to compete against. I mean, he's he was the third, what, fourth quarterback that was selected. So, I mean, it's, it's tough. It's tough. I can't, I can't. I can't disagree about that. Wish him the best, though. Yes, yes. And we get the the good thing about it, I always tell Kentucky fans all the time that talk about it, is that, hey, he's, he's not too far from, from Lexington, Kentucky. You know, he, he, he's right down there in Tennessee. So, you know, we can, we can keep a close eye on him, and you can check him out every now and then. Um, let's move on. We got uh, – what else is happening in Lexington, Kentucky? Uh, we got uh, – we're about to go on break here, but we got Happy National Small Business Week. A lot of people didn't know that is this week, but it is this week. Happy National Small Business Week to all the business owners out there. Um, a lot goes into running a business. We have a special guest who's going to join this show. Our very, very, very first special guest coming in to join our show. Talk about his small business, which is popping off here in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, so stay tuned. After this break, we'll have him on. So stay tuned. You're listening to WLXU 93.9. This is What's Next Kentucky. And ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Lex, the voice of the people, WLXU 93.9 FM. This is What's Next Kentucky, radio show hosted by myself, Mario Maitland, and Malik Winfrey. We are returning from the break. So, like I said, we had a big surprise for you guys. We got a very, very special guest 
on coming on here to talk a little bit about his journey, uh, his small business, since it is National Small Business Week. Uh, I'm joined by the one and only owner of Wild Things clothing <laughs> brand, Jaron Jones. How you doing today, my man? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. How you doing? How about yourself? I'm doing good, man. We were just honored to have you on here, man. It's real cool. I'm honored to be here, man. Man, you're our first guest, so we got to make (laughs) it special. We got to start out with the bang, man. Look, so, so, okay, I got to correct you on So it's Jerron Jones. But it's okay. It's okay. It's every, 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 everybody calls it Jaron. I just ride with it. He's used to it, man. He's used to it. He's used to it. Go ahead and correct that. Jerron Jones, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate that, G. There it is. So, Jerron, man, talk a little bit about Wild Things clothing brand man uh, me and my co-host Malik we were just talking about you know how we see your clothing brand mm-hmm. almost everywhere in the, the community of Lexington I mean mm-hmm. I we had I had a, we actually had Els Bentley on our podcast yeah. a few weeks ago. He had that Wilds thing on. Yeah. Uh, we, we, our, many of our mutual friends, Malik, yeah. you know, they wear they rock the brand of Wild sure. Things. Yeah. Man, how, how did this come about for you? Uh, more so, like I, I was playing uh, professional basketball overseas. Um, suffered a couple couple injuries, and then you know, kind of transitioned into you know my life calling. You know, right. I, I feel like my mom's been in retail for ever since I was born. So I was in the back of stock rooms around clothes my whole entire life. Uh, so just transitioning to something that that truly was for me. Um, you know how you can start off thinking like you're going to go down this path or this career of playing basketball or yeah. whatever it may be. And then um, as you grow over time and you go back and see what you truly connected with when you were a kid. Clothes was isn't that, that crazy though? Like you, looking very, back, very looking crazy. Back, you like you got it. You think you got it all planned yeah. out, but once you you know get to where you got to be, and, and God just you know kind of puts the puzzles together. Mm-hmm. You are like, oh, God, I didn't even I didn't even mm-hmm. notice that. And it and it's and it's funny because it's like, it, I mean, it's. It's like he kind of puts it in your face. But like, you're not looking, though. You, you're not looking, yeah. you know, because it used to take me a long time to get ready for school, and I was very particular about what I wanted to wear and how I wanted to wear it. So, you know, picking up on those signs. and I mean, I loved basketball, but can you say, was I in love with basketball? Nah, you know what I mean? Yeah. As you look mm-hmm. back, you're like, nah, I wasn't really in love with it because I wasn't. Um, those guys that's, that's in love with the sport or anything, you just know. You know, like yeah. right now, and I sleep, breathe, eat wild things and clothes, and that's that's what I'm in love with. You that's know, my, my, I'm in love with my wife and my and my <laughs> baby girl too. <laughs> so, shout but out, shout out to them. Shout out to them. Yeah. I, I think we're like, you know, you kind of just speak to something that people don't even notice though. But um, just you know, you live in you know some people some people's dreams. You know, you had mm-hmm. the opportunity, you know, to play basketball mm-hmm. and then to you know to just pivot and, you know, go on to do fashion and those different mm-hmm. things. And you could say you take those two things and be like, man, if, you know, if he can, you know, succeed in those two different avenues, you know, how how can't this business be successful? You yeah. know, his ambition, his drive must be, you know, you know, something that a lot of people are lacking, you know, and he's like, you know, he, he was able to make it in basketball overseas and even just a career, you know. For the for the most part, like everything you said is true, but for the for what wild things truly means is like, essentially everybody's a wild thing. You know what I'm saying? Wild things create the world. Um, that's our that's our slogan. And um, wild things is not just a, a clothing brand. I would like to. It, it's, I mean, it, it's cliche to say it's, it's more than it's a, a clothing brand, but yep. <laughs> it, it's it's just like um, 
it's it's a way what you, of living. Yeah, it's, it's, what, it's what you guys are doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You guys are pursuing your dreams, and you guys are going after it with uh, with, with this determination, and and that's uh, commendable. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I, I think everyone has something inside of them that they want to do, but sometimes it's, it's hard to connect through that, you know, trauma, whatever it may be. But for, for me, I just want to shine a light on people's stories and, and my story and, of course, just grow with, with the clothes and things yeah. like that. But um, it's all subjective. It's all subjective to what we really like, what we really love. And and if, if anybody's, you know, listening to this, I, I would yeah. I would say just just go after your dreams and 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 understand that it's going to be a lot of no's. But yeah, oh yeah, for you, sure. You kind of just have to pivot and understand and understand that. Uh, great response. I, I want to ask, like you, you talked about, you know, wild things in itself. It's more than just a clothing brand. It's more like a way of living. Um, where does that come from, and why do you care about, you know, um, informing the the next generation and 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 putting your brand out there? Out there. I know for me, you know, I I, I like having a voice for the younger generation because mm-hmm. you know. Uh, there's not many people, especially, you know, in, uh, as African-American, people of color, you don't see that, you know, growing up, you see, you know, athletes, mm-hmm. you know, black African-American athletes, African-American, you know, musicians, mm-hmm. but you don't see African-American, uh, you know, uh, television, in television or doing podcasts mm-hmm. or, you know, working with the media. You don't mm-hmm. see that as much. I guess what, why does it matter to you so much to bring wild things to, I, to the surface? I, I mean, it's it, it matters so much because it's, it's I want to show uh, people that I come from Winburn. Um, uh, if anybody in Lexington, you know where that's that's at. You know, okay. I grew up in on Kenton Street, right down the street. Uh, okay. So cool side things like that. So for me, it's more so showing the world that luxury comes from our community. Um, you know, it, it the it, I hate to say, it, but the world kind of tells us that you know we don't come from that. Yeah. Um, so it's it's our duty as black men, as black women, to show the world something different. You know what I mean? So for me, it's it's more so I'm a black man. Um, we, it's luxury. It's 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 what it's what I stand for. Yeah. And I see a lot of it's a lot of beauty in our community, um, but it's it's overshadowed by our environment and, and what the mainstream media wants everyone to believe. You know what I mean? So for me, it's it's kind of like shining a light on, like, we got to go talk to these people. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's not only the youth. It starts with the adults, too, because the the adults kind of filter that inside of the youth. You know, I, I tell people all the time, we, we can do all the community work. We can teach these, these young kids how to start a business, be an entrepreneur. But we also have to teach, um, you know, the parents. You know, because once those kids leave our environment or leave wherever wherever we teaching them this information, mm-hmm. if they got a you know messed up situation at the crib, they 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 still got to face that. So what's yeah. important to me is um, getting this message out to parents, uh, kids, no matter who you are, um, just to be great, yeah. love love yourself. Um, you know, I have affirmations all all over the wall at home and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's one way to kind of um, counter that 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 blockage and doubt that you hear. Man, Man. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and let you leave, Mario. Uh, just getting you know getting to your questions more about the brand. You know, <laughs> I'm, 
Yeah. Yeah. I I, I love his uh, response to this. He seems like you're a positive guy, man. Like you're all about the positivity. Got to uh, be. And you're willing to share it with your uh, community, man. Mm-hmm. Um, what What are some advice that you got to anyone? And it doesn't have to be about you know being an entrepreneur because I know we're, we're interviewing mm-hmm. you. Um, you're coming on this show because you know you're a small business owner. Mm-hmm. But this can be for anybody who mm-hmm. wants to pursue their dreams, whether it's being an athlete, musician, or an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. or you know you want to be a pilot. Well, I mean, whatever the case may be. Like, what's your best advice? Um, what do you have to say? The best, the best advice I could give you is that what you just said. Like, yeah. First of all, you gotta like it's one thing that you have to do, in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, not look at your business as a small business. You got you can't say that because that kind of puts a man. I'm putting I'm putting you down. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not. You're not. You're not. But it, you, it, it's it's it's. I, I really believe that people um, don't know. Like you have to structure in your mind a certain a certain way. Like yeah. you got to put everything in your mind a certain way. What I what I would say to anybody that's listening that wants to pursue your dreams, um, just structure it in your mind that it's a global brand, that it's a worldwide brand. If that's something that you want, and then you attack from there you know don't care about what people may say about your price points or any anything like that because what what people don't see they only see surface level uh the 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 price points and things like that have to be higher because you're 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 just now starting and everything's high for you to you got to start somewhere so yeah yeah, everything's high for you to get it out but people don't even know that though. That's yeah. the crazy part. Especially customers, they don't they don't understand that. So is that a challenge for you as a, as a business that, owner? That, that, that's one of my biggest challenges because yeah. you want to you want to make affordable goods and still have them. It still has to be quality in my eyes, and and for quality it costs, especially um, um, s- smaller brands that's just starting. Not and and it's not that we're small to the world. It's just it's just we're not Ralph Lauren. You know, yeah, know. Ralph yeah. Lauren may pay ninety five. You pay ninety five for a, a basic collar shirt, where you know it, it, it probably costs them dollars cents maybe because they're distributing so much. Now, for me, that same polo, same everything, it cost me maybe thirty five to make. Yeah. 40 yeah. to make, you know what I'm saying? And, and essentially people don't understand that. So that's why your price points have to be in a certain ballpark. And plus it's how you see your brand yeah. with I anything. A, I got a question, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of how you spoke about, you know, just it being a luxury brand, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, when we talk about, you know, there's not, you know, me looking, there's no luxury brand or black luxury brand that we think of just come to mind, you know, um, like we think, like you say, you think of the Polos and Ralphs, and we think mm-hmm. all these different brands. You know, there's not you know one for our community. Yeah, that's and true. And we think yeah, of yeah, when yeah. we think of our community, we more so think of uh, I guess now today would be you know they call it you know streetwear. Yeah. So you know what made you go you know versus was that just always the plan just to go with luxury or you um, know compared to today you know people look towards you know our community streetwear and you know that's I mean, kind of the popular thing. I, I mean my my brand is is street luxury. Um, you you can you can say that, but um, streetwear is what you guys got on right now. Um, streetwear is whatever you go through your day to day wearing. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I like materials. I, I like how things feel, feel. Um, the way they make you feel, and then putting yourself like you just said. There's no 
black. Uh, I mean, you can't say there's no black brands that's out there because we do have like or the one to our knowledge. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. We yeah. do have like Virgil, Off White, things like that. But we we have a repeated pattern of of selling our brands too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and we, should, and we shouldn't do that. You know, um, if it makes sense to sell, but you know, you don't like for people out there. There's a thing called licensing. You know what I'm saying? So you can license your, your brand for five years to somebody and still get a chunk of you know a portion of Absolutely. the money. So um, I would say just just leverage, and, and we need to in the black community we have to hold our investments. We have to. Um, everybody, we, we like shiny things. Okay, we come from that. Um, yeah. But un- understand the game, yep. you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, we're about to let you go here, Jerron. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're, do you have any future plans or anything fun coming up that you, you're about to release? Um, go ahead and let us know, man. Let the people know. Um, right now, we we, uh, we had a meeting with Nordstrom. Um, so we're going to go back out to— it's big time. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was time, huge. Man. We got good <laughs> feedback from them. So we're going to go back out to Project— in August and also we have some some projects that we're working on and you know my focus is on just getting better as a human you know what I'm saying and then letting that and building my community you know again it's just not about clothes it's about if you if you have people that are stand by your message stand by your brand and you're and you're truthful with them that it's that they'll just continue to build you up absolutely absolutely I, I love it man uh Ladies and gentlemen, Jerron Jones. Jerron, thank you for, for coming on our show, man. man thank uh, you guys. First for guest me. ever, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so y'all make sure y'all stay tuned. Thank you. Apple guys. Podcast, Spotify. Make sure you download and follow us on, on all platforms. Um Jerron, it's been a pleasure. Y'all make sure you check out his clothing brand, Wild Things Clothing Brand, man. If you haven't seen it, I'm sure you will <laughs> if you're in the Lexington, Kentucky area for sure. Um, but that's all we got for today. Jerron, thanks for coming on. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to The Voice of the People, WLXU 93.9 FM. Stay tuned. We will be back next week for another episode of What's Next Kentucky.